So what's going on podcast, Paul here back with another episode and I want to firstly just kind of say I've been extremely busy all over on the other platforms. If you follow me over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even on LinkedIn, I'm pretty much consistent on those platforms every single day and it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time to be able to push out videos and posts on those platforms on a daily basis and this kind of podcast has just taken a bit of a back burner. Even though this podcast really is a focus for me moving forward over the next couple of years, it has taken a bit of a back burner. So I do apologize for that, but I've got a treat for you in this episode. This here was a panel that I was on recently at Geeves and Hawks, number one, several row in London for the Whole Man Academy. And it was an event called Strength Freestyle. And I can't do my th, my th, everyone always says I pronounce my th with a th. Um, strength freestyle and essentially it was a panel with David Gandhi the the male model an extremely handsome tall built like a Greek god model who's a very successful model as well he was on a panel talking about his insecurities and talking about depression in men and then I joined on the panel with a few others to talk about my personal experience and why as men we need to open up and why as men vulnerability is strength and I kind of just want to play you the audio for my talk for my panel through some of the questions that I was asked and I'm hoping that you're going to get some value from it so just let's jump in. 10 years ago my dad um, took his life and it was a very sudden suicide in the fact that I always say he had everything on paper. And for me, that was a really big wake-up call that suicide, we never think it will affect us, but it can affect any one of us here. And I buried it, you know, I buried it like a true man, a true 18-year-old would. I went to a nightclub six days after. Um, I drank, you know, nearly every night that I could. And I started a fashion business, um, which was great looking back at it but also it was a huge distraction I just immersed myself into work trying to chase success and you know a couple of years later all that grief crept up and um, I was at a really low point as well and as David kind of mentioned earlier for me what really helped was just being open and talking and it took a couple of people to get there but the day that I did open up and I said you know my dad took his life I don't know how to deal with it I cried I showed emotion was the first step to actually, you know, being able to deal with that grief. And um, I just think it's so important that as men, we don't judge ourselves for being open, for being honest, for talking about how we feel. And, you know, the suicide rates amongst men are scary. So we definitely need to be more open about how we feel and then not judge ourselves for being so. So for me, it was hard because, you know, I didn't want to, me and my mum are very close, but I didn't want to tell her because she was dealing with the fact she'd just lost her husband. I didn't want to tell my brother. Um, my friends, you know, we just, the way we dealt with it was just getting drunk on a Friday night and a Saturday night. I'm from Essex, <laughs> that's what we do. Um, but yeah, for me, I went to the counsellor, it didn't really work, it was too forced for me. Um, and I tried another psychologist, it didn't really help. Um, the lady who helped me massively, she was essentially a holistic therapist, I would never ever imagine opening up to her. But essentially what she was, was she was very compassionate. She understood, she'd been there before, and we were touching on it earlier, how when someone is vulnerable, when someone is compassionate, it, gives, it allows it to be more of a safer space for us to talk. And I find when I do talks, whether it's in companies or at events, I share my story very open and honest, and men always come up and share their story too. So I think it's um, definitely being okay with vulnerability um, and being compassionate definitely helps as well. I think it's self-addressing question about this. 
Exactly. But how are you always leads to I'm fine, right? You know, so it's again, you know, asking twice, you know, how are you really? You know, I've noticed that you didn't come out the last couple of times, you know, is everything okay at home? Um, I'm fine doesn't really mean a lot. It's a tough question because mental health is so individual. Um, but for me, as David kind of mentioned, it's, it's just like a switch and you can feel it coming on. And again, everyone's so different. For noticing it in other people, I always say it's behavior changes. So my dad changed very quickly overnight. My dad went from an engineer, a runner, someone who was just happy to just overnight depressed. Um, you know, saying things like, you know where the money was. My dad went from being my dad to attempting suicide a week later. It was very, very quick. Um, but another behavior change that I realized recently is my dad actually, after his first attempt, spent a bit of time in a mental health unit and that was my first real exposure to mental illness. And he also had another behavior change where he went from being very depressed to all of a sudden, I wanna go home to my family, I feel better now. And it's just, if we know the person, we can see those behavior changes differently. Um, again, that was his way of saying, I need to get out of this mental health unit to take my life. And it's being able to understand those behavior changes, I think is very, very key. And I always talk a lot about self-awareness. Like I very know, I know when I'm starting to feel depressed. And I also now have self-awareness to know maybe why I am and how I can maybe get out of that dark hole as well. So yeah, definitely self-awareness for yourself and then noticing behavior changes in other people. Yeah, so, you know, David, hit the nail on the head in the fact of it is a very fake environment. And you know, my background was the menswear industry. I used to put a photo of me wearing a suit and say, rate this out of 10, but really I was feeling extremely depressed wearing a tracksuit. And it just had no reflection of what I was, you know, social media is just fake. It's as, it's as simple as that. And um, one thing that I'm trying to do, and Darren sitting in the front there, is um, I'm, I'm, I've just launched a new podcast series called Behind the Real. And essentially I've interviewed a YouTuber with got five million subscribers I've just interviewed a couple that travel and their feed looks like they're extremely happy and they live a glorious life but sitting down with them for a, you know an hour and Darren was very open about his depression and these guys spoke about how they argue a lot and they have fallen out with their family since they've been doing this travel you know Instagram account but their feed just doesn't reflect that so I think for me I'm using social media now of more of a way of, of raising awareness and trying to reach more people um, talking more positively and showing more authenticity. But I definitely think, yeah, it's a very negative environment if we do compare ourselves to that highlight reel. And it's just trying to understand maybe that the people behind those feeds are real people. They all do struggle and trying to break down that barrier. Yeah, for me, it's, it's been a complete gradual process. So um, I'm 28 now, but you know, I lost my dad at 18. So that was a big turning point. But then I always say we have these life defining moments and then we just go back into reality. You know, it wakes you up with life and then you just find yourself going back to routine. Um, even though I look 16, I'm a, I'm a father as well now and a, and a husband and, you know, all of those kind of defining moments have changed me. And as well, I don't really talk very openly about it, but um, my brother had a, um, a traumatic brain injury um, nearly two years ago. Um, just shortly after my wedding, he was my best man. We came home and he had, you know, still fall from a hoist and he's, you know, brain damaged and spent a year in hospital. And that was the moment that I transitioned from the fashion industry to talking more about mental health. Because it was, you know, it's very cliche to say that life can change in a heartbeat, but it can. And it's, for me, it's just been a complete gradual process. 
and nothing's overnight. There's no quick fix, there's no short-term pill or diet, as David said, that anyone can take that's gonna get there. It's completely gradual. Good question. Um, yeah, meditation's helped me in the past. Um, I don't necessarily practice meditation now. Um, my dad meditated. I remember walking past, my dad was a physio as well, he had a physiotherapy practice at home. And I remember walking past once and there was wow music playing in the room and I was like, what is dad doing in there? <laughs> and he was meditating. And um, yeah, but for me, there's a lot of misconceptions around meditation and mindfulness. And I feel like now I am more calmer, so I don't necessarily need to practice it. But 100%, I think people should all try it. Um, but again, I think it's finding what works for you. You know, a lot of people don't like meditation. A lot of people don't like mindfulness. It makes them feel worse or they just can't seem to get on with it. Um, but I think for everyone, it's just experimenting with as many, you know, things that we can and kind of see what works for us and what helps our, our mental health. So there's a lot there, but hopefully some of those clips really helped you. And I really want to focus on the importance of vulnerability and especially as men, just know that vulnerability is strength. As soon as we can be open, as soon as we can be honest, as soon as we can be ourselves, there really is a strength that comes attached to it. I strongly feel that we are, especially, you know, growing up, we're told that, you know, be strong, don't show emotion, but really faking how we feel for me isn't strength. And I remember someone once said to me, and this is going to be a completely butchered version of the saying, but it was the fact that it's extremely difficult to not be okay, but it's also extremely difficult to pretend that we're not okay. So just putting on that mask and getting through every single day, pretending that everything's okay, is in fact more draining than actually how we feel. And being open, being honest, being vulnerable, sharing our emotions, sharing how we feel and just facing them, just being able to try and deal with them, just being open with them is so, so important than pretending that everything is okay. I want to give a huge shout out to the Whole Man Academy, everyone who came to the event and to you as well for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it and if you're following the movement, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review over on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this. And don't forget, hit me up on social media, instagram.com forward slash pmcgregor.com, facebook.com forward slash pmcgregor.com, LinkedIn, Paul McGregor, Twitter, pmcgregor.com, and you can also email me at paul at pmcgregor.com. Signing out, guys. Speak soon.